The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Boys' Night Out, the Boys' Morning Out, the Three Musketeers, the Three Stooges, the Three, the three Little Pigs, the Three Amigos, the Three Dudes. I just the, bring up my motorcycle. Oh, that's a nice motorcycle sound. <laughs> Thank you. Todd Cunin, myself, Frederick Penny, and Cal Hunter. Cal Hunter's our producer, three-time Emmy Award nominee, never a winner, but a <laughs> wonderful man. I love to remind him of how great he was by being nominated because Todd and I have never been nominated for anything other than Schmuck of the Year awards. That's I right. Think, at no. The multiple no. Places. Cal, by the way, I don't know what the over-under was or, or if you had a poll for when the three-time award nominee never a winner was going to be made but did, yeah. whoever had two hours and six minutes yeah, I was two thinking, hours and six minutes yeah. that's that's when it happened i was uh, guessing hour one so yeah. I, you know i lost the poll <laughs> I, I i was helping you out I was, I was letting you feel good for a few hours Cal. thank you thank but then you. what happens your head i could see the head swelling <laughs> through the glass and then i gotta pull him right back down yeah but, yeah yeah, yeah. So, nominated never a winner that's you will who's gonna do it for you cal you are Radio Law Talk right, is going to bring you this show. your producer, your, your Emmy Award for a production of a wonderful show of Case or No Case. And then we're also we're going to do a, a, an interesting thing that Cal came up with. This is a great thing for Cal. At the end of the show, at the very last segment, we're going to say basically uh, – tell us, Cal, how what you call it. Well, just call it Quick Takes, where you guys do your quick takes on the cases we've discussed today. So you decide yeah. which ones you're going to talk about. You summarize your takes for us so that we know – where you stand on the major legal issues of the day, and there's always something to talk about. So Cal wins an Emmy for the Quick Take segment as the producer of the Quick Take segment <laughs> on Radio Case or no case. Like case like or no case is good. So we're going to do a case or no case uh, in a few seconds. We just want to finish up on America's one of America's richest families, uh, the uh, Sackler family that owns Purdue Pharma that is an opioid, that's an oxycotton Manufacturer. And the thing with OxyContin, if I understand this correctly, and I've been doing a lot of research into this, the, the thing with OxyContin and how it became so addictive is that they were given this dose, and the patients and the doctors were told this dose will last for, let's say, eight hours. Don't take it any more before. Don't take any before that right. because then it will become addictive. But if you follow our time guidelines, it, and it'll provide pain relief for eight hours, and but it didn't. It only right. did it for five, so people or five in most cases, you know, in that shorter period of time. So people started taking more and more and more. Yeah, and it depends and, on weight too. Don't forget, I mean, yeah. it goes by weight. I yeah. mean, but uh, whatever the dose was yeah. for that individual, right. the the pain relief allegedly did not last as long gotcha. as the company people okay. were representing it would. So well, it led to addiction. The, yeah. the, well, the other thing is that when you take the opioids, um, there there's sort of a euphoric feeling that they get also when they take it yes. and people like being happy and being in a good mood and, and feeling woohoo. You Time know. magazine did a story on heroin. Yes. And they talked to a guy in California and I, I hate to use this terminology, but this was the addicts terminology. He said, when I shoot up, it's like I'm being hugged by Jesus. It is warm. Yeah. It is a spiritual experience. It is everything I would want for the way to feel in my life. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think there's times that, Hey, that, you know, there's, 
you're in pain times. I've been in the hospital before, and I, apparently I was trying to – I looked up what is an opioid. Give me some examples. An oxycontin is one, but I didn't know um, morphine is, yes. is, yeah. is one. And when I was in the hospital back – I remember I was a brand-new um, law clerk in San Jose, California, a big firm, and I literally came down – with, uh, I was so sick, they rushed me to the emergency, and they found out I had a blockage, a bowel blockage. Wow, and the lawyers for forever said, Fred, we always do. You were full of blank, <laughs> but now it's a medical diagnosis. Well, you, you've and, heard the thing, blank happens. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the point is, is I never lived that down in that law firm that I'm full of uh, blank. <laughs> and so here's the point. The point is, is that the, the pain was so – I've never had that kind of pain in my life. And I was so it was so painful. They gave me they gave me um, morphine, a morphine, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa! And, and everything and it, and and, uh, and another medication that everything turned out okay. By the way, well, you know, the interesting <laughs> thing about giving you morphine is that uh, opioid based medication also is um, it, it it causes constipation. Yes. Oh, it so does. So that well, can you know depending on what they were giving you that can lead to. Uh, Further complications. Makes the bowel go to sleep. Huh. Yes. Yeah, so I had it once after a motorcycle accident, and I was working at a TV station at the time. You can tell the control room guys. They said, hey, man, did you get morphine? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. And they're all, lucky. <laughs> Stop it. So anyway, <laughs> they're going after this family, and it's a two over 200-page complaint. 277 uh, pages? Yeah. The Purdue, the company, the pharmacy company, is worth an approximate $14 billion dollars. These uh, this family is they estimate the 16th richest family in America, uh, ahead of a number of like the Rockefeller family, but but they only give two percent of the opioid prescriptions in the country. Uh, they are they're responsible for. But don't forget, this is all approved by the FDA. I ask, what whose whose fault is it? Is it their fault? And I know we brought up the information. Um, that you said that they're alleged that the family's mm-hmm. out there pushing it, but or is this the FDA or the DEA or the medical hospital or the doctors? Why them only? I mean, well, what I don't get is if a 16-year-old breaks his leg, the time used to be they would say, okay, here's a, a Tylenol or here's a, you know a strong of a stronger version. Now they say here's an opioid. To a teenager, to some, and, and opioids really were most efficacious, at least what I was told, was for cancer patients and right. people who had serious long-term pain. But, Cal, and, and that is, but doctors are able to, uh, I'm going to call it tweak it and... and and uh, modify it, modify it somehow, and give it for other things that it may help. And doctors are absolutely allowed to do that. And so that that argument is kind of pushed by the wayside because doctors can do that. They can, but I'm just saying, yeah. is it warranted? That's yeah. my question. Yeah, you know. so, it, it's it's interesting the way. I mean, take hydrocodone for example. All right. So when you get a hydrocodone prescription, maybe you'll get something that says 10-325. Well, this is what that means. It is the 10 refers to the amount of the opioid that's in it. The 325 refers to the amount of acetaminophen, which is Tylenol right. that's in it. It's a combination of the two. Right. And, you know, when they talk about taking too much uh, of an opioid, of hydrocodone, because it could damage your liver and things like that. The thing that damages your liver the is the acetaminophen. It's just as dangerous to your liver as if you took 10 Tylenol pills. You take more than 4,000 milligrams of that stuff in a 24-hour period, it's going to damage your liver. And that's why they put it in. 
they that, put it in as a disincentive for people from taking it because of the health defects that it would create. But, you know, when you get that hugged by Jesus high that you're talking about, right, right. there are folks that all risk that if I feel like I'm being hugged by the Almighty. Exactly. Well, well, and all that, but you got two, and they're, they're, there are only two percent of the op- opioid pain prescriptions are the are, are that's this right. company. Why are they being targeted? And that's well, and I that's, think part I of, the, part of it is because two percent. Look at it; they're two percent, and they're worth fourteen billion dollars. Right, right. Two um, percent will get you a long way. Yeah, we're going to follow up with this as time goes. We're not going to talk about it anymore because we're going to get to case or no case. But that's an interesting thing to follow, and how they absolutely, how did they, Cal? open the corporate veil and get to this family. That, to That's me, is a little more of a, of a worry. Well, I will say this. They're not there yet. The complaint is right. designed to get there. They have to prove all of this right. in order to pierce the And it the might be veil. thrown out. That's exactly and it right. it might be. So these they, are all allegations. Yeah, these are completely allegations. And believe me, I'm sure they're going to have some of the best lawyers in the country Absolutely. fighting this and trying to throw that part out. But the least. question is, why have corporate, lo- corporate laws, laws regarding corporations, if, in fact, they're not worth the paper they're written on. Right. And, I, and I'll put you a, a dime. Let's see. What's what's my grandpa's word that he used to say? But they probably did it right, if anyone. <laughs> I bet they set it up with the, the lawyers they have and the money they have. Hope so. They probably set it up right. We'll be right back. We're going to do our case or no case when we come back. Thanks for turning on Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. The program continues after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com.
homemakers. Groceries by mail ships free. Try our amazing bacon. It stores in your pantry. No refrigeration required. Our value-added packaging provides a 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Always price less than grocery for your everyday use. Savory and delicious. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. February is Heart Month. Every year for the month of February, to show our appreciation to Extendivite's faithful customers, we have a sale. If you would like to try Extendivite, now is the time to get a few months ahead and really give Extendivite the time to show you how it works. Most of Extendivite's long-term customers wait for this sale to stock up. People and doctors tell us about the unbelievable improvements that they have experienced in their overall health not just the heart. Extendivite wants you to experience the power of these herbs. Get a four-month supply for only $115 for either the capsules or tincture. Please take advantage of this once-per-year sale and get healthy for life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extendivite. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll-free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. All right, Cal, play the most important music in Radio Law Talk history. Okay, let me find it for. All right, here, okay, here we go. Here we go. Now right, it's time to play we Case or Are we no double case? or nothing? Well, that's my next question before we begin. Before I begin the scenario, ladies and gentlemen, last time, because Denise was not here. We gave our participants the opportunity to wager all of their points, risk them all, and if they win, they get uh, that amount of points on their score, and if they lose, they lose what they wager. And Fred has 10 points, Todd has 4, Denise has 19, she's not here, so she obviously is ineligible. So the question is, what's it going to be? Mr. Penny, you have 10 points. I I can't risk the 10. I just can't. That's too many. Can you select an amount less than that? So, like, you could wager four points? Oh, we're not into wager. We can't wager on the air. We're not allowed to wager. Not wager, but you can risk. Well, that's what Alex Trebek always calls. This is like, uh, you know, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, Yeah, I'll do four points. Yeah. Okay, four points. Four points. Do I have to make the election before I hear the question? Yes. It's only fair. I'm going to do four points because Todd will do his four probably. Cause I'm going to do four points. You know, go big or go home. i got to get back in this thing. So. All right. Well, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> the Curse of the X-Wing Fighter. George Lucas has been sued so many times it's not even humorous. It is rumored that he has several law firms with literally dozens and perhaps hundreds of attorneys, depending on what's happening at any given time working full-time to sue people that he does not like for violating his copyrights and to fend off the many challenges that come his way. One such claim centers around the famous X-Wing fighter in the Star Wars movies. 
The family of Philip Francis Noland, who is the creator of the original Buck Rogers TV show from the late 1950s and early 60s, not the newer Buck Rogers in the 25th century show, saw the first Star Wars movie and they said, what? Because the X-wing fighter that the good guys in the Star Wars flew looked a lot like the Hawk, an aircraft in the old and the new TV shows. Now, in all fairness, the new show, Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, had creators that were very careful to either get permission or licenses on the props and terms that they used from the old Buck Rogers show. Mm -hmm. The family figured that even though Buck Rogers was on TV in the 50s and early 60s, their dad's patents and the blanket copyright that showed at the end of the show still applied. So they sought legal counsel to see if they could defend their father's legacy and maybe cash in on the Star Wars craze. And so I ask you, Mr. Kunin, since you have put up 100% of your skin in the game, <laughs> case or no case. And is this like before where we're just saying whether it's a case or not, or do we have to actually case go with outcome? And outcome. Case, case and, and outcome. Case and outcome, yes, please. Okay, well... So that means two points for the case, two points for the outcome. Correct. I'll, I'll, I'll start, I'll, I'll go retrospective here. Um, let, let's take it from the back end. Let's assume that it is a case, just for the sake of arguments, since I'm pretty certain we still have X-Wing fighters in the most recent incarnations of the Star Wars, any Star Wars canon, whether it's images in comic books or whatever. I, I can say that if it is a case, the family was not... Um, Let's see. They would not have been. They would not have prevailed in an injunction to keep him from using that. Yeah, they either got money. Yes. Or right. Okay. So, right. Uh, I am going to say that this is a case, and I am going to say that they reached some sort of out of court settlement. Okay. Okay. This did not go to full on litigation. But they did reach an out-of-court settlement. Remind me when we are done to tell you of a most recent thing that happened with regard to Disney and folks going after a private Star Wars fan film. But this is a case, and they settled. Okay, Mr. Penny, what say you? Case or no? You've got four points on the line. This is an eight-point swing for you. Here. I, You know what? Though I think I would have heard about this if uh, this – because I follow this type of stuff. Not – 100%, but due to the fact we have radio law talk. What year was this? This was in, this the first movie came out in 1976, and this case was filed in 1979. He goes and looks at his board just to act like he knows what he's doing. That's, <laughs> that's what me cracks me You're up. always looking for a tell. It's all <laughs> trying to look for the So, ah, you know what? I just There's too many points on the line here. I'm, I'm just... Thinking that's no case, but uh, uh, I, oh, I can't, I can't just, I get so mad at my children for not making decisions. This is a difficult one. I'm gonna say it's a case, and and Buck Rogers family loses. It just, it. What, what about it? Don't, don't you like? Other than that, you may not have heard of it. Well, I just don't because he's it. been sued. They've been sued. I know they have, Cal, but that's why you do it. You do stuff like that because it's so normal. Yeah. And and so have I given my opinion yet? Have I already have already done it? Yeah. You said it was a case, and you said that uh, you said that I might the, switch to say no case. Buck Rogers family but has let's do prevailed. It. I'm going to stick with what I, I'm going to. St- 
Buck Rogers family does not prevail, but I, I agree with Todd. I think it's an out-of-court out of settlement. That's why it was uh, never... Well, the, uh, the question I had about this when I was doing some research was this end-of-show, you know, copyright that they show at the... They used to show this at the end of every television show back in the day. No, you can't just generally say it. It's got to be more... You can't just generally... It can't be, oh, copyright everything, you know, but well, no. What, it, the, like when we did TV news, the very last thing on our credit said copyright, you know, yeah. uh, station call letters. And, and, and not only that, was, is the X-Wing fighter really the same look or is it not? Well, no, they thought it was. That they wanted to, They figured it was up to a jury. Right? All right, tell us we're wrong. Go, Cal. You got my answer. Should we do this or should we wait until after the break? That's well, well, how much time if, do if we you have? wait until after the break, I can tell you this other thing that just happened. Please do. Okay, so... Uh, we have these Star Wars fan films. Right. People come out and do it. And this one uh, YouTube channel that I really like is called Star Wars Theory, and they, he made a Star Wars fan film. It cost him about eighty thousand bucks to make it. It's called Vader Episode One: Shards of the Past, and it was wildly popular. He got permission from Lucasfilm to do it, so long as he didn't make any money on it and he did not do any crowdfunding for it. And after he uploaded his video, and it was really big. A firm working for Disney went and made a claim on YouTube uh, against it, meaning you can't make any money, but we can run ads during your show and we can make the money. And it was a total heads we win, tails you lose. The Internet went nuts and Lucasfilm stepped in and told the subsidiary of the Disney company, knock it off. Back we off. gave them permission yeah. to do it. Remove your claim. And they did. Cool. So it's nice it to know when the good guys the win. The good guys yeah. won. The nice guy. How yes. many million of viewers does it have a lot? Oh, he's got millions of views for that um, Star Wars All video. All right, we'll be back. We're going to finish up our case or no case. But you sound so discouraged by I that. I just don't feel good. <laughs> we'll continue. Don't, don't go away. <laughs> All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Sturks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. So ah! 
We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time. And it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable. Things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. Letty & Company. USA Radio News with Rick Vincent. Democratic Virginia Governor Ralph Northam facing intense pressure from fellow Democrats to resign after admitting that he posed for a photo in a racist costume as a medical student more than 30 years ago has reportedly been calling state Democrats to say he now doesn't think it's him in the picture and that he won't resign. On Friday, the state legislative black caucus and both the House and Senate Democratic caucuses called on him to step down. Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas, a member of the Homeland Security Committee, tells CNN Newsroom she does not think there'll be another government shutdown over board wall funding. I have said to my constituents that that will not be the way we will go. Whatever process we have to use to ensure that this president does not contribute to the shutting down of the government, okay. we will continue to work, continue to negotiate for the American people. Jackson Lee saying if the president declares a national emergency to get the funding, Democrats will sue. You're listening to USA Radio News. Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144. 800-280-2144. 800 800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. Normal blood pressure, naturally. How would that make you feel? I'm Don from New Mexico. Uh, January of 2000, I had a heart attack. Uh, then my real health began going downhill. I had high blood pressure, diabetes, poor vision. I wasn't sleeping well. I was a mess. Don reports dramatic improvements with heart and body extract. I started taking heart and body extract from within a few days. I started sleeping better. My blood pressure normalized. My diabetes normalized. My sleep improved. Experience these benefits and more when your body heals itself with the assistance of heart and body extract. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. And folks, I did not expect this at all. By the 7th, 8th, and ninth day, I saw dramatic improvements from taking heart and body extract. Heart and body extract comes with a 100% ironclad money back guarantee. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for heart and body extract. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Radio Law Talk. I'm shaking my head just thinking of Denise sitting wherever she is, and I think I know where she is, smiling, smirking, ear and cackling. Ear, smirking, going, they're going to lose their four points because <laughs> my gut, I did not go with my, my gut, was to say, just flat out gut was. 
due to no case. And that's what they teach you in law school and everything. It's like go with, you know, when you're answering, you know, you know, you take a test, go with your gut. Yep. Cal, tell us the bad news. All right. The scenario is did uh, did George Lucas copy the X-Wing fighter from Buck Rogers and uh, and both Todd and Fred said, yeah, sure they did. And it's a case. And all I can say to that is. I we were right. I knew gut feel that tells you students out there that are listening, always go with your gut feel. My gut feel was no case. How'd you make it up, Cal? Well, I just I was I watched Star Wars last night on TBS. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just watched Star Wars and just wrote and so, it out. And so I was going oh. to do a you know a, a Super Bowl one because there have been millions of Super Bowl lawsuits oh. too, but most of those were pretty boring. So, And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now our new score. Todd Kunin has zero, zero. points. Mr. Fred Penny has six, six points. Oh. And Denise Dirks is still leading the pack. Denise is even just screaming, jumping up and down. <laughs> and that concludes uh. Radio Law Talks Case or No Case. So, Tell us about the Porsche. All right. So Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld has a show. I believe it's called Cars, Comedians, and uh, Coffee. Com- comedians and Coffee. I Comedi- think. It's got cars in there because they're driving it. So it's Comedians, Cars, and Coffee. But And I saw the one I want there. Yeah. A 1965 Buick Riviera with clamshell headlights. It is oh, the most beautiful car. That's an old man's oh, car. Man. That's perfect for you. Oh, Joe. I know. I, I, well, I'm I'm not exactly in my in my twenties. So. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> not even close. Okay, what happens? And so, sells a Porsche. So what happened is he had what he said was a 1958 Porsche. Porsche, depending on. I heard I heard it? something about it. it's Porsche if you don't own one. It's Porsche if you do. Whatever. Um, so he had this that he used in the show, and then sold it at auction. It was certified by the auctioneer. They sell it. It was purchased by um, an Italian collector, and it sold for 1.54 million dollars. And the collector was Fica Frio Limited. Um, that's the name of the company. And Fica Frio Limited has now filed a lawsuit against Jerry Seinfeld, claiming that the 58 Porsche is not authentic. It is a dupe, a copy. It so, is not an actual Porsche. So is in no matching numbers or no Porsche components or just not one that came off the assembly line? Well, that's the interesting thing, because before filing the lawsuit, uh, Frio contacted Seinfeld and claims that he has voice messages from Seinfeld, one saying, I'm sorry for the inconvenience, I'll be happy to reimburse you, and then asking, oh, by the way, could you tell me how your guys spotted it? Because my guys, my mechanics, never spotted anything that would indicate that this car was not what it purported to be. And Frio never told him what it was they were relying on as their basis for saying that this car was not authentic. And in the absence of that, I think Seinfeld never paid him anything because you didn't pay me. And now they're going to court, and it appears they're going to court even though Frio has never alleged what it is they found, whether it's not matching numbers or what it is they found that alleges that this car is not authentic. Here's the simple answer. A lot of times lawsuits, there shouldn't be lawsuits because they're simple answers. Here's your 1.5 million bag. Give me the car back. Yeah. I mean, done. Next. 
Now, now I, I think the 1.54 was donated to charity, but it's not like Seinfeld's hurting for the money. And quite frankly, it looked like he liked it. He wanted to help out the charity. So for Seinfeld, it would almost right. be win-win. The charity keeps the money. I give you your 1.54 back. I get the car. Who's the guy complaining? The guy complaining is ripping. Now it's the charity involved. He's going to look bad. Comedi- yeah. Comedians in cars getting coffee. I'm that's not, what, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, but listen, who's the guy that bought it that's complaining? And if that money all went to charity, I, what's he going to go do? Sue the charity? I think it was. I, I can't be positive, but I thought that it was uh, a charitable reason why, why it was um, put up for auction. But, you know, the fact is, I'm sure if Seinfeld thinks that the car is legitimate, you know, I think you'd be jumping at the Here's opportunity. But, the but then the question is, the question would remain, why is it that Frio doesn't want to give the car back? Probably you know? because there's nothing wrong with it, and it's original, and they can't prove. Maybe they can't prove. Well, I, I, let, let me tell you. I just want to. I want to finish my my point. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. I've got a night. I love my. I have a 1969 Camaro, uh, a convertible. Great love car. it. Love it. Great car. And it's an original. Yeah. RSSS. It's my. I love to to drive the thing around. And and I've got professionals have looked at it, and there is like nine things not original on it. So you can argue it's not original, but how they do that is what's called matching numbers. Right. You look at the matching number from the block to the transmission to the car, and you know I've got what's called the protecto plate. The original plate they used to have that they would that when you'd bring it in on the dealer they would they would like do the credit card right. thing across. Right. Right. I've got the protect. So everything's original. The actual when you roll the windows up, the little felt along the edges is not the original felt. I mean, there's stuff like that, and there's like nine things, but they have experts that say that. So maybe it's not 100% original, but it's still an original, if you know what I mean. I guess your definition of what original is 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 suspect. Well, they, 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 they talked about the statements that Seinfeld made in connection with the car when they put it up for auction. So these are some of the things. It was sent out for notices describing it as a 1958 Porsche 356, a 1500 GS slash GT Carrera Speedster. The uh, description was also, quote, having the distinction of being the only Carrera Speedster known to have been finished at the factory in oratium green, in that particular color. And and maybe, maybe the, the thing is, okay, everything is legit, but it's not the, it, that's not the original color to it, or that's not yeah, whatever. But, you know, look, if you're going to allege fraud, or allege that this is not what it is, and a person is willing to make good on it, but ask you, what is it? How? Do, what is it that you guys have found to say that this is not legitimate? What did you find? If you don't tell them, I mean, I almost see a court going, why are you wasting our time when you appeared to have a person who was willing to make it right? Which well, Seinfeld was, and yes. I, and I, Seinfeld's lawyers are saying we're hoping. That the judge will bring in an expert and say, let's figure this out, which is the, I mean, the other alternative is here's the money back from the charity. Now give me back the car. But somebody's going to eat one and a half million bucks here. Now, I I can't confirm that it was charitable. I know that these things typically are uh, up for charity, but I I seem to recall somewhere, but I'm not able to find specifically where the proceeds went. We'll follow um, this. This will be one we'll follow along and and see what happens. And what falls on the buyer? What falls on the buyer at the time of the purchase Cal, to go and verify the car? Right. It usually says as is, and I will tell you right now, 
it's very rare for a buyer of a $1.5 million car that doesn't have an expert looking at it first to determine whether or not it is what it is. And see, we don't know all the facts yet, and I bet you – I'm trying to figure my grandpa's saying, dang it. He I bet you nickels on the dollar. I don't know. He had some weird saying. I'm trying to figure it out. But anyway, I, it's got to be that he had someone looking at it, Cal. I, I just think there's no way that he didn't. He just, oh, yeah, I'll t- 1.5 million. Yeah, it looks like a, oh, that looks like a 1958 to me. Let's sure. Now, the other thing is, though, in a deal like that, maybe he didn't get a, a chance. He's an, a phone buyer from offshore. Oh, they have and, guys looking at it. But maybe. I would think the auction yes. house, this Gooding and Company, would yes. have somebody all over the no, authenticity. No, they have people there looking yeah. at it. Sure. Hey, let's yeah. talk about, but we only have a few minutes left. Kanye West is suing over song publishing. This is, these, these guys, these singers, songwriters always are suing each other. Now Kanye West has filed a pair of lawsuits as of Friday, like yesterday, in launched Los Angeles Superior Court. Basically, and, and, and it's 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 according to the Hollywood Reporter. I haven't seen it yet, but it's almost completely redacted. In other words, it, a lot of it's covered up. You can't read all the facts. But he's suing a number of his recording uh, people that had a, he had recording agreements with, including VEMI. Um, geez, all these I, I can just list them. I've never even heard of them. But all these different uh, EM. Uh, let's see, EMI. Uh, there's one called uh, I. I I don't. I can't. The, the, the problem. The prob- let me finish my point. Yeah, yeah. My point is, he's saying, "Oh, we had bad agreements. My recording agreements are wrong. Let's review them." And I think I'm being screwed on this thing. So he wants to open up all his recording agreements back up and, and say the, he needed more money. And the complaints are heavily redacted. So you're trying to read the tea leaves and right. what was here. Right. But it doesn't appear that it's copyright based. It's more like trying to get out from underneath a bad contract you right. might have had with a record label. Right. And I think what's going on here is and we're going to follow. The reason we bring it up, it just started Friday. We don't know what's going on. Again, there's allegations is all we know. And we, we just want to let you know we're going to be following up on this for you. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Fire Festival and uh, who's being subpoenaed. We'll be right back. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now, there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's Dr. Sonia Bacha on The Doctors. So this is a product we're going to see if it works. It's called Instantly Ageless. And the idea is that it works very quickly. Is you just need a very small amount. And then you apply it to areas where you might be a little bit puffy. I have just looked at what's in this product. And one of them is something called Argyroline, which is sort of a darling in terms 
dermatology right now. It's a peptide or a protein that actually relaxes the muscle. It's also called Botox in a bottle. The other active ingredient in this is silicates, which are almost act like a clay. They're minerals, and they're making the skin sort of tighter. It's actually increasing the surface tension on the skin to push that herniated fat pad back. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. All around the world, the world. This is RadioLawTalk.com. Radio Law Talk. So in 2016, we talked about this before on Radio Law Talk. One of our first segments, I mean our our early on segments, that uh, this individual by the name of Billy McFarlane came up with this great idea in the Bahamas. Uh, Pablo Escobar, if you remember that name, the Colombian drug lord, his former island that he owned in the Bahamas, they're going to hold this 
big super party there, and it's only for the rich and famous kids. And it was going to be all kinds of you know music, and it, some of the top acts were going to come, and and models, and 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 the who's who. It was very expensive, thousands and thousands of dollars you had to put down. He raised what twenty six million dollars for this festival. Isn't that correct, Todd? Approximately twenty twenty six million bucks from investors. Investors, and so he goes, he sets this up. And apparently, uh, everything uh, that he said was going to happen doesn't happen. The most important part of it that is at least, when I say the most important part, at least that's hitting a lot of the, the publicity, is these supermodels who stepped up and did a, what, a promotional video slash commercial for people to, to come to this great event. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about people like Kendall Jenner, right. for example. And, and let's let's remember... Haley Baldwin. Well, let's remember Kendall Jenner, for example. I think she has the record for the most Instagram followers. She makes upwards of a million dollars per post or tweet or whatever. And so when you have somebody like this and, and she is being paid money, it they want to find out where the money went... And it could be that she was being paid money to post pictures on Instagram to help promote the festival. Okay, let's back could up. Could be. So what happens is it falls apart. People show up. They can't get off the island. They're basically feeding them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or whatever. There's no accommodations. A storm comes. They are short of water. People are sleeping in, in, in basically nothing. Dogs and cats uh, yeah, living together. Yeah. Mass hysteria. That's exactly right. And it, and it falls apart. Yes. And this guy raises the $26 million. He basically disappears. Billy McFarland, who, who, by the way, is prosecuted and is serving six-year right. prison sentence, and they file bankruptcy. So what's going on here is now the bankruptcy court is saying, because uh, they have all the creditors with their hands out, and the trustee's trying to gather all the money they want. That's what a trustee does in a bankruptcy to give to the creditors that have their hand out saying, we need to be paid back whatever money was made or whatever uh, money was out there. And so now they're looking at these supermodels saying, where did the the IMG, which is one of the um, agencies for these models, received $1.2 million, and uh, the DNA agency received 299000 Now they're subpoenaing these models. They may have to show up for a deposition to determine where all this money went and what their role was, et cetera, et cetera. How much were you paid and what were you supposed to do? And, and quite frankly, if I was a supermodel, and, and just for those Radio Law Talk listeners that know this, that is never going to be a, a possibility. But if I was one of them, I would be a little nervous if I received money for doing little, if anything, at all. Well, a lot of them do. They, they, well, they, they're on a promotional video, Wait, and that's that, that, that's something what they do. That's a supermodel's life, Todd. No, no Todd, mm. that's, that's how they get paid. But here's the issue. They did retract and apologize, and their basic argument is, look... All we did is just our agency said, do this promotional video. Here's your, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's what they do. They don't go do research. And I get this to some degree. That's why they probably have lawyers or their agency supposed to be doing this, by the way. Uh, research on who these people are, what they are. They're not necessarily, I'm arguing on their behalf, by the way. They're not necessarily saying that this is going to happen or it's a, or that, that, that it's going to be followed through or, or it's going to be the greatest thing. But they actually did kind of say that on the... But- it sounds like, come to this, this is going to be great. That's what they said. That's the problem. But my point on this is, we live in a day and age where 
people are complaining about income inequality, how wide we have the divide between the haves and the have-nots, and you get a situation, I could see the brewings of the perfect storm, where you have a whole host of seemingly well-to-do people being made to live on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and fingernails or whatever it was on the island, and then you have the supermodels that made money for doing little, if anything, more than posing for one photo shoot and then doing maybe some Instagram posts and the backlash that would go towards them, I could see this being a situation where a supermodel would say, "Ah, you know, I'd almost be willing to give the money back and not have the publicity. But my sense is this, and I could be wrong, so help help me understand this. A supermodel can't go and say, I have vetted every product that I represent. That's when right. Coca-Cola asks me to take a picture with a bottle of Coke, I don't drink this stuff. I'm just getting my picture taken with a bottle of Coke or a can or whatever it is. When I do makeup, do I wear that makeup all the time? Unless it's a specific endorsement that says, I wear this all the time, it's not what's happening here. So how can they know, and how could they even be held even one hundredth of one percent liable for the fiasco while of these you, guys. While you're answering this, I'm going to play this. Okay. Did you hear this, Cal? Not very well. What does it say? I, it's, it's the fire. Okay, it, they have the Fry Festival. I'm, I'm looking at the actual uh, promotional video with the, with the supermodels. Oh, I, I to used to have it. a cord out there where you could plug in your yeah, phone, anyway. but it's not. Anyway, it is interesting anyway. to watch. It's what one I, minute. What I would say to this, to, to your contentions, I agree with that. I agree with everything you said. However, if the supermodels were under an agreement and it was one of these things where, look, you don't have to be there, but we want the public to think that you're going to be there. We want you to post photographs on Instagram promoting it, leading people to believe that you will actually be in attendance, even though we know that you are not going to be in attendance, and they know that when they make the posts, I think that's a little bit different than appearing in a Pepsi ad that might go away. So I I think the question here, and what they need to find out is, to what extent were you aware of and trying to dupe people into thinking that you would be there and that the festival would be more than what it really was? Maybe you're completely innocent. Maybe you have absolutely nothing. But if you posted on Instagram and Twitter and all that, basically leading people to believe that you would be there, knowing that you had no intention of ever showing up, and there might be a problem there. But mm. I, I, I think we'll see what happens with the deposition. Maybe the deposition is simply to say, all right, how much were you paid? You were paid $3 million. Okay, we know where the three of the 26 went. You were paid a million. Now we know where four of the 26 million right. went. You were paid with a million bucks. Now we know where five of the 26 right, right, million right. went. Thank you very much. Could just be an accounting here. You go to our Twitter yeah. at Radio Law Talk Twitter. I just tweeted out the promotional video. And, and, and another thing to keep in mind is oftentimes – People are subpoenaed to show up for a deposition, but what they really want is the documentation that supports that. And sometimes subpoenas will say, you are subpoenaed to be here on such and such a day to give this. However, you can avoid showing up if you just give us the documents that we want right. and, and sign it. And all we really want are the contracts that show us how much you got paid. Yeah. You yep. Submit that. You don't have to show yeah, up. That's exactly right. Really quick. And I know we're coming. we got two minutes left. We're done. We, we've got to finish this out with our uh, quick takes. But the judge in PG&E has got some interesting things. Let's talk about it next Saturday. Let's we'll save that. this. Yep. Talk about what the judge is saying about PG&E. This is an ongoing thing. This is the judge that is overseeing the probation. Yes. The probation. 
And Todd, do you have any quick takes? Our final thing on quick takes. takes. Final thoughts on some of the stories discussed on Radio Law Talk and some we didn't get to. Uh, Quick take. Fiji Water Girl. Check your contract. You might not have a the ability to get anything you're popular you made it people want you 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 are far more popular now than you were a month ago why shoot yourself in the foot quick take secrets of the america's one of the america's richest families possibly possibly opening up the uh lawsuits of individuals who own corporations Piercing the corporate veil. Be very careful. I worry about this a little bit about businesses now in the future having their stockholders being susceptible to things if this opens up against this family. So those are our quick takes. We'd like to thank you. We got like a minute left. Uh, I tell you, I got another quick take. Sure. What's a quick take? Another quick take. If you are going to engage in a vandalism campaign of tagging, please. Come up with a name better than Turd Mob. <laughs> turd Mob? Turd Mob, and, really? And in our last few seconds, Fred, who wins the Super Bowl tomorrow? Oh, Patriots. No, I'm, I'm not a fan of either, to be honest. I don't pick. Patriots are just going to. They always win. That's Patriots. Easy. Mr. Kunin? Uh, I think it's going to be close, but I think the Patriots are going to come out on top. Don't bet against Tom Brady and Bill yeah, Belichick. Just think he's forty. That, he's yeah. forty. What? One, two, forty-something years old. He's still going to win the Super Bowl. Then George Blanda. I know George Blanda. All right. Well, thanks a million for uh, joining us. And I, I don't even know how much time we've got, but Todd and I and Cal will be back next week. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. 99 bucks for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com.